0: English and Welsh water companies were the last of the big privatisations of Margaret Thatcher's time in office.
1: Register by then or you'll miss out on the extras you could get if you become an H2 owner.
0: What was the objective?
2: First of all, to encourage efficiency uh, and improve productivity in the sector and at the same time to lever in private investment by uh, this regulatory regime which would control prices but not effectively control profits or the way that the companies were financed. That was the first objective. The second objective was uh, uh, to create a a shareholder democracy, to uh, uh, popular capitalism, to spread ownership of the UK's major utilities among the population as a whole.
0: Today, there are nine main English regional water and sewerage companies. Three are listed on the stock market. But despite the Thatcherite ambition of small-scale shareholder democracy, six are owned privately by big foreign pension funds, private equity firms and sovereign wealth funds. The water companies were debt-free at the point of privatisation, but today their collective debt amounts to around £60 billion. And debt seems to be at the heart of the problems of Thames Water, which serves 15 million customers across London and the Thames Valley. Thames Water has £14 billion of debt, and it has to renegotiate £1.4 billion of that by the end of next year. Thames Water's chief executive Sarah Bentley resigned yesterday, And fears are rising tonight that it might have to go into a government-orchestrated special administration, similar to that of the energy company Bulb, potentially putting the taxpayer on the hook for billions of pounds. The government says the sector as a whole is financially resilient, yet in December, the water regulator Ofwat said it was concerned over the resilience of not only Thames Water, but three other companies as well, Yorkshire Water, Portsmouth Water and SES Water. More than half of the sector's debt, on average, is inflation-linked, putting pressure on these companies in the current high-inflation environment. As we've heard, the justification for privatisation in 1989 was efficiency, investment and better management. But recently, there's been a crescendo of complaints about sewage dumping and leakage. As much as 3 billion litres, a fifth of total usage, is estimated to leak from the water system every day. Critics cite a legacy of underinvestment since privatisation. Some of the companies, and also the public regulator, what deny this and insist investment has been adequate and is rising. Yet the total dividends paid to the privatised company's shareholders since 1989, at £72 billion, is equivalent to almost half of total expenditure on capital infrastructure. That's pipes and new sewers in that time. And customers' bills? Official data shows that between privatisation and 2020, they rose from £250 per year to around £400 in real terms, a 60% increase, albeit down, over the past decade. Yet there are complaints that water companies are now adding to the cost of living crisis. Household water bills were hiked by 7.5% in April, the biggest rise in two decades. Is a different model possible? Well, Scottish water is publicly owned, and analysts say it has a better record in infrastructure investment than its English counterparts. Water in Wales is now supplied by a not-for-profit operator. And despite the trailblazing nature of English water privatisation, no other country has followed in the decades since. Uh,
1: Having water owned by financial investors like this um, creates a crazy set of um, incentives and priorities, which I don't think can be resolved if you're trying to manage the interests of global finance at the same time as the environment. We've seen the terrible outcomes in terms of sewage pollution uh, and the interests of consumers, who uh, many are struggling to pay their bills. I think the system needs a massive rethink.
0: Public and political dissatisfaction with the privatised model of water provision in England and its regulation has been building for a while. If financial instability and public bailouts are now on the agenda, expect questions about this model to grow even more pressing.